did you hear? Oh, bitch. Did you hear? Okay, welcome to Did You Hear? Yeah, did you hear? <laughs> did you hear? That it's been it's a, a while. It's been a while. <laughs> but sorry, it, guys. No, it's so, yeah, sorry. It's me. It's Stephanie. It's me. I'm the... I've been having millennial burnout and haven't... It's been hard. It's been hard, y'all. Life is tough. Life is tough. It's the first mm-hmm. day of spring today. It is. Oh, it's official. Wait, I think it was like 2.30 it was supposed to start. Okay. That's well, what the news said. I don't know. We're in spring, guys. We're in spring. What was that? That was the microphone that Angelica got for us. It's really pretty. We, it's very pretty, but we didn't know how to set it we up. We don't know how to set it up. <laughs> we need mail. It's okay. Help. We'll get some help. We'll figure it out. Uh-huh. We'll figure it out. But yeah, what's been what's been going on? Just oh, just it. the huge, just chilling with amigo over here. Little grumpy old man. He's a grumpy old man. Yeah, but he looks like a puppy. Everyone actually. Yesterday, another guy told him he, he was like, "Is that a puppy?" Like, nope. He's the cutest dog. <laughs> He's got a Scooby Doo collar on right now. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> we'll post a photo of him. We should for you guys we need to. to see. We need to absolutely of him. He loves he loves being a detective with his nose. Yeah, he's a blind boy. Oh my god! For those who don't know, amigo, he's a blind puppy. Yeah, he's um, thirteen years old, <laughs> but looks like a puppy. He does. Mm-hmm. That he does. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, I guess. You know what? Let's get into it. Yeah, let's, let's just dive right in. in. Let's so, just dive right in. I've got three short topics for you today. Okay. Oh, They're my all goodness. They're all about the mind. Oh, my goodness. They're all about the mind and whether or not, if anything's real. Uh-oh. <laughs> we don't know. Okay. Well, first of all, have you heard of the Mandela effect? I've heard of it. Okay. I don't know details. Okay. So... Okay, I guess with that, um, I have to ask you my favorite Mandela effect, and then I will explain. Do you remember the books about the bears, the bear family when we were growing up? Yes. Okay, what was their name? The Berenstein Bears. The Berenstein Bears, right? Yeah. How do you spell that? B-E-R, bear, I don't know, let's see. Like this? Like, uh, B-E-R, yeah, uh, S-T-E-I-N, right? Yeah, uh-huh. Can you remember the font on the cover of the book? Yes. And, like, how it's kind of, like, cursive? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Perfect. I do remember that. Hold on. I should have had my photo prepped. Oh, okay. no. So, um. Sorry, I'm better at, I have to write it down. No, total. Yeah, the Berenstein Bears, though, right? Mm-hmm. How are you to feel... When I show you this. What? Berenstain Bear? Berenstain Bears. Does that look weird to you, though? It does, yeah. That doesn't look right, right? It doesn't look right. Okay, there we go. So this is the Mandela effect. <laughs> okay, so, all right. Uh-oh. So I first heard about this through the Berenstain Bears, and I just showed Angelica a photo of the cover of the Berenstain Bears, S-T-A-I-N, 
So the Mandela effect, um, it came about, um, in the early aughts, um, because when Nelson Mandela died, Mm -hmm. a bunch of people were like, no, he's been dead for years. I remember hearing this news coverage. I remember all this stuff, right? Yeah. And so the Mandela effect talks about how people have a memory that does not match up with this universe's historical accuracy. Oh. And it's when a large group of people do. Uh-huh. So the Nelson, the Nelson Mandela one, um, that's what prompted it because so, like, thousands and thousands of people really were like, no, I remember where I was when I heard that he died and passed away. I'm so confused. Mm-hmm. Then other little things started coming out. And the Berenstein Bears one is one that, like, particularly hit me hard because I was a huge nerd. I'm still a huge nerd, huge nerd growing up, read voraciously, Uh everything I could get my hands on, loved the Berenstein Bears, remember the book so well. Yeah. Remember, my sister was the first person to tell me about this, actually. So has it always been that? I don't get it. Supposedly, in this world... It's always been the Berenstain Bears. But when I look at that font, when I look at that cover, that's wrong. Yeah, that looks wrong to me. It looks wrong. So this is another example. Um, so basically with this, there's a, there's a few other, um, and if you try to Google it, it just corrects it to Berenstain. And it looks so wrong. I remember watching the show, and it never looked like Berenstain. It was always Berenstein. Yeah. So there's some other Nelson, uh, Nelson effects. <laughs> Mandela <laughs> effects. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um, so basically, a lot of people theorize that. Well, I'm going to Google it now. Yeah, Google it. I am curious. A lot of people theorize that it's because there are parallel universes that we've gone in and out of as like during our formative years. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's contributing and it's, it's a universe that is so closely tied to ours, but there are just these tiny little things. Ooh, this is another good one. I was talking about this with my roommate. Okay. You know, the color chartreuse. Yeah. What color is it? Describe it. That's like, it's like a lime green. Yes, correct. Yeah. So my roommate's a writer, and we were having this big discussion, and he was, um, for the magazine he works for, he wrote something as being chartreuse because he wanted to convey, like, red and, like, very deep velvety colors. Uh And his editor came to him and was like, the way you're using this word doesn't make any sense. And he was like, no, chartreuse is like a a maroony red. (laughs) right yeah but that's a big one there's a whole thousands and thousands of people are like no chartreuse is red is red really that's interesting it's absolutely green in this universe Ah! um the only reason i know that is because our the fashion designer that i worked for he had tons of chartreuse in his line so i was like writing it over and over (laughs) yeah over and over right yeah um also another one um is Jiff or Jiffy peanut butter. That one, yes. Which I, one I never know what it is. 
I don't actually either. I think it's Jeff. I think it's Jeff also. I think it's Jeff. Uh, Yeah, it's Jeff. In our world, but a lot of people believe that it's Jiffy. Jiffy? Yeah. So it's, so talking about this, Uh because like, I kind of believe in parallel universes. Uh I think that. Like when you're going down Obama Street. By the way, did you figure that out? Yeah, my roommate said that he knew about it and that they're changing the name. Oh, man. I know. Bummer. I wasn't in a parallel universe (laughs) for a moment. It wasn't like (laughs) glitching. Um, But maybe it was. We'll see. Yeah. I, because I said I looked it up, but I didn't. Um, So, but that thing, like, there might be these things, but the Berenstein Bears one really messed with my brain. So, if anybody has any um, Mandela effects, um, let's know. So, that made me start thinking about um, a couple other, like, phenomenon of the brain things that I noticed. Um, One is, like, also deja vu. Oh, yes. Right? That's so, a very interesting topic. What have you heard that deja vu is? I've heard that it's whenever you remember you remember something and it's something that already happened. Right. In your, in like the past or something. Right. It just feels like you already did that. Yeah. So I'm, okay, so the scientific, what currently scientists believe the reason deja vu happens is that one eye transmits an image like us, not even a nanosecond faster than the other eye to the brain. Mm-hmm. So your brain gets this like double glitch. It's like, Oh, I, I just saw that. Right. So that's supposedly mm. the scientific reason. It's for some reason for one second that one eye is delayed. Okay. Supposedly. I though, it's weird for me because when, not in all instances of deja vu, but in a lot of them, I, because I have very vivid dreams I do every too. single night. Me yeah. too. I had a crazy so, one last night. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, well, a lot of times with deja vu, I will be in a situation and I'll stop and I'll, I remember that I had dreamed this. Mm-hmm. So... That, for me, is really weird. And then I remember when I was in school, in college, this guy, um, he was very spiritual. He's like, if you have <laughs> if you have deja vu, it means you're going on the right path in your life. So I hold on to that really hard, actually. <laughs> like, really fucking hard. I grasp it with all hands. Like, whenever I have deja you're vu, I'm right like, think I'm on the right path. I'm going where I'm supposed to. That's so that's for me. I don't know what you just. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I never. It's, it's weird to me a little bit. It's weird. Or is it or just is it? a glitch in the matrix? I like, have, you seen, have matrix. you seen the movie matrix? I have. Yes. You know, the cat. Yeah. It's the matrix. is glitching out. Like what <laughs> if, Oh my God. I know I'm not a crazy person, but sometimes I'm really like, are we just hooked into something? Yeah. Ugh. It's, it's why people do drugs, kids. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're even more confused. And even more confused. Which which world is the reality? Yeah. Dang. Yeah, deja vu is weird. And then, so there's one more. Okay. And then that's it. I'm real short. Then the other one that... Wait, real quick before yeah, you please. finish. What is... So... 
when you were doing research for the deja vu stuff yeah with the dreams is that did you find any correlation with dreams or anything in deja vu Oh, I didn't look it up. Oh, okay. It was just, that's just my experience. Oh, okay. I should, I should have looked it up. <laughs> I totally should have researched. I should, like, to other people feel this way about that. Um, so, unfortunately. I'm just curious to see. I mean, my dreams always, well, not always, but a lot of times it'll be, like, a little bit of elements of things that I've right. already done or, right. you know, like, a person that I haven't even thought about in years but yeah they were in the past totally so i don't know it's just interesting I mean, sometimes i have really mundane dreams like like i had one once where like my boyfriend was asked me like do you want to get starbucks do you want me to get you starbucks and uh-huh. then i woke up i'm like did you ask if i want starbucks this morning he's like no <laughs> so like i i've had some of those too things like that i'm like oh this is a really weird and then yeah. i also have sleep paralysis but that's Oh, yeah. A whole other thing. Ah, that's scary. So my last little shorty topic is called uh, angel numbers. Have you ever heard of angel numbers? I've heard of the term. I don't know what they are. Have you ever seen a series of numbers over and over and over Mm. again? Yes. What numbers have you? What, like, can you remember which, like, what sequence it was or things like that? Mine is always my birthday, 420. Okay. Which there's a lot of 420 here because of that. There's a lot. There's a lot. For sure. Um, So, I, okay. So, I first heard about these way back probably like 12 years ago because I kept seeing 555 Mm -hmm. everywhere. It was so weird. I would wake up and most of the time I'm not an early riser, but I started waking up. And this was before cell phones, mm-hmm. so I'd wake up and I'd roll over, and like my little stereo said five five five. Ooh! And I mean, it wasn't before cell phones, but I didn't really use mine that much. Yeah, you know, way back then. It was, yeah, <laughs> you just—it wasn't very. It uh, wasn't as much. It wasn't as cool. Yeah. So I remember. So it was seen five 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 everywhere, like on buildings, on all these mm-hmm. things. There's just becoming very aware of it. And then, um, this was at the time I was working at Universal Studios as, as a tour guide. Uh-huh. And I was talking... I forgot in, you did that. Oh God, yes, I did for two years. <laughs> I need um, to go to Universal. It's fun. It's not fun. fun to do there, but it's fun. Yeah. Um, um, so, one of the other tour guides I was talking about, I was like, it's so weird. I keep waking up at 5.55 on the dot. I keep on seeing this. It's just weird. Uh-huh. And... This tour guide, um, Sean Callan-Young, he's, he's pretty moderately successful now. Sean, you listening or what? Sean, listen. He actually likes this podcast. Um, he, he was like, oh, well, that's your angel number. Your angels are trying to tell you something. And I was like, excuse, excuse me, what are you talking about? <laughs> and so he's the one that introduced me to them. And he was saying that he, and he knew what every single, most of the time it's like a trio of numbers. Yeah. Um, and he was like, five, five, five means that you're going to have a very life changing thing happen to you soon. Hmm. And just to be on the lookout for it. Okay. And I was like, oh. Did you have a life changing? Well, yeah. So shortly after is when mm-hmm. I got into my first serious relationship mm-hmm. ever in my life. Uh-huh. Um, so it was my first boyfriend, like the first so, yes. So, and it was life-changing. We were together for three years. We lived together. Mm-hmm. It was very, um, it was. It was yeah. very life-changing. So, 
so since that all correlated, I was like, I'm a big believer in angel numbers. Okay. So supposedly it is. How your, do you know? Is there like a chart or something that says yeah. what they. So a woman okay, wrote so a book. Is, okay, let's see. But so lately too, I've been seeing two, two, two constantly. I see it all the time. Oh. Um, another one for a long time. I was seeing three, three, three. Mm-hmm. I've seen so much. I looked up what that meant. That meant be careful of your finances. And I should have listened more. Oh no. Um, that's, I forget what you do. Do you think is. though? It's also like if you see it once or twice, then you start. You know, whenever like yes. you, 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 you're trying to buy a car or something, and you, and then like all of a sudden you're seeing that one car Absolutely. that you buy. And that's the thing. That's the thing where I'm like, I don't know that it's actually real because yeah. I do think it's that thing where it's like, oh, once you see like. Uh, yeah, like, oh, a Chevy Spark. Like, then you're seeing them all the time on the road. And yeah. you're like, I have never noticed this car before. This is so weird. It's, yeah. And it's your brain just starting to become more cognizant because your yeah. brain is always functioning even when we've checked out of consciousness. Right. So I do think that's part of it. Um, that being said, supposedly the angel number 222 is a reminder to keep the faith, to stay oh. focused on what you want rather than what you do not, and to trust that everything is working out according to divine will for the highest and greatest good. Okay. Um, but this this woman... Um, so what does 420 mean? What is, let's see. Let's see. 420 angel number. Um, angel, angel number 420. Yeah, so... So it's also based on numerology, the angel mm-hmm. numbers... Angel number 420 is a message that you have opening your heart, that you have been opening your heart to wonderful possibilities and opportunities to do with your soul mission. You oh. have a strong and clear connection with the angelic and spiritual realms and are receiving divine guidance through your intuition, dreams, and recurring thoughts. Yes. It's a reminder to maintain faith and trust in the angels and the universal energies. All right, all right, I'll take it. Okay, right, right, right. I like that. So, like, it's fascinating to me. Um, my, um, I was actually, I was discussing this with my boyfriend, and he was saying that he, he's been seeing like nine. He sees nine eleven all the time. Really? And for a long time, I guess he was like screenshotting his phone. Because every time it would, every time because yeah. he would look at his phone just when it was nine eleven. That's what I do um, with my phone. I see four twenty all the time. Like it'll be just straight up four twenty. Yeah, or, like I'll look at the clock and it's four twenty. Or something. same thing with two two two. Okay, so I guess the nine eleven or nine one one. Yeah, what does it mean? Is um, it's a high danger, danger. <laughs> and that's what he thinks. He's like, well, it's just like in my in my brain because of what happened when we were growing up. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And also, he's like, it's also, am I getting to work on time? Or how much longer do I have to stay up? I bet and he just thinks that he's checking his phone at the time. I still think. Maybe angel numbers. Yeah. Um, but, so, it indicates. Wait, what time does he work? He gets to work at, like, 9 or 9.30. Oh, okay. Um, angel number 911 indicates that the angels are telling you that a new door has opened up for you as a product of your positive thoughts, intentions, and actions. Make most of this opportunity and walk forward with confidence and surety, knowing that you're fulfilling your karmic destiny. Oh, okay. that's a good one. I'm going to tell him. I actually like didn't look it up when I was. But anyway, <laughs> um, so yes, so there's a whole slew of them. So it's also like 
Because of, um, so the angel numbers are also, it's based on like numerology, Uh um, you know, so everything means something. There's a woman, Doreen Virtue, who wrote the book Angel Numbers 101. Mm. Why do I always, this is from the book, quote unquote, why do I always see the same numbers everywhere I go? This is one of the most frequently asked questions posed by attendees at Doreen Virtue's workshops around the world. And many people continually consult the chapter in her book, Healing with Angels, that deals with angel numbers. Mm. So this is like, it's a very common thing. Please, people, tell me what angel numbers you see all the time because yeah. it's 555, 333, 222. Stephanie will let you know. I'll let you know what it means. I'll do a Google Wait, so is it, is it only in threes or can it be in other? It can be in other iterations, but traditionally iterations. it's like threes. Okay. It's like, that's the angel. Because I know I've heard people say they see, like, the number seven or something everywhere right. or something. So, well, too, with numerology, each number in numerology means something different. Okay. So if you are seeing a number over and over again, it's definitely it has a meaning um, if you believe in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, things like that. But with the angel numbers, it's supposed to be supposedly a direct message from the angels that are watching you. And for me, and I'm a little, I know I'm a little cuckoo, but I, <laughs> a little, no, I know. It's <laughs> okay. I, have so I am many. too. <laughs> oh, right. That's, that's why we bonded. Yeah. But, um, like, it's interesting to me because, I, I believe that math and numbers are the universal language and they are. Mm-hmm. And I believe that the universe is based on numbers and mathematical equations. Like, I mean, I'm terrible at math, but math mm-hmm. is the same around the world. Yeah. So if you couldn't communicate in language, you, you could still be able to do the same math. Right. Um, so there is something I think that and I, I know that there are other things I go into. I think that math and numbers are, this is going to sound crazy, uh, but I think it's like a holy language in a way. Yeah. And I think everything is built upon it. And numbers, and you think about the the golden ratio and the Greeks and how everything they, they built was mm-hmm. in uh, a certain ratio because they believed it was divine and all that right. stuff. So. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think that's definitely a possibility. So my angels give me... I wonder... I just want to know what my angel looks like, you know? They're probably real good looking. Yeah. Yeah. What Duh. If, what if they have, like, an elephant snout, though? Oh, Like a human with a mini elephant snout. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've thought about this before. <laughs> it's just like... What if it's... <laughs> yeah. You know it's their trumpet? Just yeah. Me. Oh, my God. It's so uh, yeah so but that'd be interesting have you ever so i know you see things sometimes yeah. or feel things yeah have you ever felt there was an angel or something of that sort yes okay absolutely so especially actually very much so when i was a kid mm-hmm. so uh I'm not going to go into details on the, the this podcast, but I had a very traumatic childhood, and I I know that the only reason I got through it was because I had a really I felt like this closeness 
to a higher power. And Mm -hmm. when I was feeling threatened at times, I would ask for protection. Mm -hmm. And I knew that at those times that there were angels surrounding me. I know that sounds crazy, but you know what? It got me through my childhood. So whether real or not, but yeah. No, I don't think it sounds crazy. Um, it was like when I was going so through, yeah. like I always felt like I had somebody there or I've yeah. always felt like there's something there that's like yeah. protecting me. Absolutely. So I don't, I, I totally get it. It's yeah. Like, you're, yeah, you're yeah. a guardian angel or whether mm-hmm. it's like a loved one who has moved on and sending their presence or, mm-hmm. An actual angel, so. So you felt it, too? Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah, definitely, definitely felt it. Yeah. And I've never seen anything, but I've felt, like, a presence. Yeah. And actually, the other day, I was feeling real bad vibes when I was sleeping. Yeah. And I had to turn on my light. And I was like, go away! Yeah. <laughs> and they went away. And yeah. I haven't really felt them since. Ooh. But, um, yeah. it's just, like, how you feel bad vibes. I feel good vibes too though. Yeah. And then yeah. also I feel like it's an, I definitely feel like it's an angel. And also I feel like it's my grandma a lot of times. Yeah. Um, from my mom's side. Cause we were a lot, we were a lot alike. Yeah. And so I just feel like she's watching over me. Absolutely. So I don't know. I do yeah. believe in that stuff though. I do too. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I know it's tough for me too, because I consider myself a pretty rational person. And so I, understand why people doubt it and why people would say, because obviously there's no concrete proof. Right. That being said, um, yeah, definitely. Believe I, yeah. I think it's, I think it's real. I do too. So, um, tell us, tell us if you think it's real or not. Yeah. I mean, different opinions. Um, I definitely want to know about the angel numbers. If you see them, what numbers do you see? Yeah. Um, Please tell us. Let us know what's your theory of deja vu. I want to know. Yeah. You can also, well, you can find us on Instagram at did you hear podcast and then on email. What's our email again? <laughs> did you hear podcast dot LA at gmail at gmail.com. Yes. <laughs> Please, please, please. We'd yes. love to get your feedback on everything. Yeah. So. All right. Well, well that's well, awesome. Yes. Yeah. Do you have anything else or? That's it. I mean, I could keep going, but I feel like I want to stop. <laughs> so I'm like, well, but what about sleep paralysis? I'm like, calm down. Like, let's. <laughs> I, I was like, I'm going to talk about these three things. Yeah. I mean, those are all related because they're all with the mind. It's and, all with the mind. Yeah. It's all like, yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. So. Are you ready? I'm ready. For my story? Ready. Or slash my true event. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yours is all yours are all real. Mine are not. They say story, but it's like real. I mean, sometimes it's, you know, it could be um a little different than maybe I describe it, but we'll see. Okay. So did you hear about the skin suit that was found in the river? Oh my god, I want to vomit and know everything. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and again, this is some of this stuff is going to be a little bit disturbing. I feel like I have to do a disclaimer. Because, yeah, skin suit because you know Stephanie's was. I was talking a about little an- more angels. angels, but this stuff, you know, if you you get queasy easily or you have um, small children or something, get maybe. <laughs> Get them out of the room. Because it is pretty, I mean, it was, it's kind of disturbing. Okay. Okay. 
So this takes place in Poland. Okay. Okay. Um, so in with Polish privacy laws, they don't just close the last names of people. Like okay. now, I mean, some of the last names have been revealed, but that's how they do with all their news coverage. And then also they don't show their eyes. So like all the news clips that I found, like the eyes were covered. I'm so sorry. That is the dumbest fucking thing. <laughs> like that's like Clark Kent being like, so, no one's going to know it's me with the glasses. Like that's so dumb. But okay. You know, I think in Australia too, they blur out the, the faces because okay. with that new, the terrorist, I don't know if you've seen any of the footage I of that. Watched it. Okay. Well, um, his face is blurred and everything. Okay. Blurring face. Understand. Like you can't, Really, or New Zealand, yeah. You wouldn't necessarily be able to tell who somebody was no. from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, just but the, the eyes are yeah. across the eyes. <laughs> anyway, no one so all this because <laughs> there's a lot of a lot of the articles for this particular um, event that I'm going to talk about were only found in Poland, so it was okay. all translated. Cool. And, um, so I was looking at some of the Polish, um, interviews and all that stuff, but yeah, it's all like these bars on people's eyes. <laughs> so weird. Like it's so you weird. could tell what they look like still, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So listeners beware. You've been warned. And you're in for a scare. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, okay, so on November 12th, 1998, a young Polish student disappears in Krakow City. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong. I tried to look up, like, a Polish translator or, yeah. like, pronunciation thing, but I feel like I'm going to butcher some of these okay. names. So, Okay, so this there's a, a Polish student that disappears. Her name is Kater... Kater, oh my gosh, I wrote down how to say this because I wanted to say it right. Katagina. Katagina Zovada. Katagina Zovada. Zovada. Uh, but I also read that it's an equivalent to Catherine, so I'm just going to call her Catherine. Okay, cool. Because that's what. We're here. Yeah. And I, yeah. Okay. So Catherine goes missing. She was a loner. She had a few friends. Um, she. Always, so she was going to the university and studying religion. Mm-hmm. Uh, she always sat alone during lectures and lived. She lived with her mother. Her father had passed away a few years ago, or like a year or two before. Um, she was very close with him, and so that really affected her. And yeah. she started becoming a little depressed, and and um, was going to see a therapist and all that stuff because of that. Um. He, apparent. I don't know if this is true or not because I couldn't find a lot of info to back it up, but I found some sources that said that he had been in a hiking accident and she had been hiking with him that day. Mm. And so she kind of blamed herself. Right. But I don't know if that's true or not. I didn't really, I, I read that somewhere and then I tried to look it up and I didn't find any info. So I don't know. But anyway, so she was just, she didn't have very many friends, but, um, her mother became worried when she didn't show up to a doctor's appointment to which they were going to go to together on November 12th. Mm-hmm. So she lived with her mom, but um, she wouldn't have been noticed or wouldn't have been noticed that she was missing if she hadn't missed that appointment because right. they were kind of like 
she did her own thing. And right, she's I guess, a teenager. Yeah. Well, she was like 22. Oh. I believe. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. So she was like, because she was in college. Um, okay. This is her. Yeah, here I have a photo, which we'll show. Okay. On, on our Instagram. Um, <laughs> what? I'm sorry, but she looks scary. So now I'm like, did she make a human suit or is she in, is the human suit? And now I don't know. Because oh no, you don't know. She looks a little creepy. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sorry. And that's really, but then I'm like, that's really rude if she's the dead girl, but I don't know. And she's, ooh, she's a little scary looking. I'm not gonna lie. She's just got the, I mean, she's got that like real like stern look. She's a very stern look mm-hmm. and a very mean haircut. Very mean. It's good. Okay, sorry. But anyway, she was really into the Grateful Dead. I don't know if that's really important or not, but <laughs> that's what she a deadhead. The, the shit, yeah. Um. So hold on, I have. Uh, da, 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 da. I wanted to make sure. Oh yeah. So so a few weeks before she went missing, she was missing classes at. Uh, the university that she was at, like, so it was like two weeks. So people were like, oh, is she maybe running away with this love interest mm-hmm. or, you know, what's going on? Like, yeah. they couldn't figure out where she was. Right. And they didn't find any information on anything. Um, but then come back to, or like a few months went by. So the case was going cold. Yeah. Um, on, on a cold winter morning on Jan- January 7th, 1999, Mir- Miroslav M., a tugboat operator, opened a hatch at the uh, on the Los... I don't know. Sorry. This is like in Polish. On the Vistula to remove what was stuck in the propeller since last evening. So there was something stuck. It was in the river. There's something stuck in the propeller. Uh-uh. He expected to find a tire or a tree branch, but what he saw was something different. He wondered what the object was of nondiscreet pale color and sack-like appearance. Mm. Then he, then he smelled a foul smell and noticed a human ear. As it turned out, what M found were the remains of 23 year old religion knowledge student, Catherine. Specifically, her skin made into a bodysuit. Uh, what? Like legit? Like no, no, or no organs? Uh, okay, and also I'm terrible. Just the I'm body. Sorry. I have photos. Okay, I'm gonna look. Are you? Do you want to look? Yeah, I need to see. I'm gonna put. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, okay. so one of them is on the tugboat. It's blurred out, but okay. that this is like the actual photo. Okay, I'll show you that first. Okay, well, that's blurry. So you can't really see, but that's the tugboat that... Okay. And then this is a photo (gasps) of part of it. And then this is it right here. (gasps) Wait. The one on the right. That is? Yeah. What? Why? Why? I'm going to tell you. Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah. Angelica, like, it's legitimately... It is some... That is some Ed Gein Buffalo Bill. Yeah. It's Ed Gein. Yep. Oh. So the bodysuit was neatly cut 
away at the thighs and neck, uh-huh. reaching reaching only as far as the left ear with the without the face and arms. Her nipples were also absent. There was an oblique seam going from under the right breast to the left shoulder. So, like how I showed you, yeah, it's just like across. It's like a toga. Yeah. Body the coroner toga. said the body had been in the water for about two or three weeks before she was found. Um, pieces of her sweater were also found on the scene. And a week later, her leg was found near a hydroelectric, hydroelectric dam, also used on the Vistula, among some floating litter and tree branches. No other remains of her have ever been found. Some of her clothes have pieces of jeans, a flannel shirt, and a square cutout. But the reason they were able... There was no head or anything, but the reason they were able to identify it was the DNA test on the body. And they were some of the first DNA tests to be done in Poland. I'm sorry, what year is this again? 1999. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. This is crazy, right? It's like... You're like, what the heck is this? I just hope that it happened after she was dead. That's all I can hope. Okay, we're going to keep going. No! (laughs) It was discussed that it was a copycat murder based on the Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. The police were doing their best since the profilers stated that there was a high possibility that it was only the first in a series of murders. So they they thought maybe it was like a serial killer that was going to do this again. Yeah. And, um, and actually something else happened. Oh my God. Yeah. So on May 31st, around 1 PM, the Krakow police received a phone call. I don't think I'm saying that right. I'm sorry. An elderly man said that there was a murder at his house in a tiny village near the city. And he believed his grandson was the murderer. So this guy so the grandfather was, he couldn't see very well, but he said he saw there was like a body in the basement. And so he called him and he had heard about her death. So he's like really concerned. He's like, maybe this has to do something with that. I'm dying. Okay. <laughs> so in the house's basement, a corpse was hanging upside down from the ceiling. Yeah. The victim, a 50-year-old man, had been beheaded, and the skin of his head and face was found at the seat. No. It was sewn to form a mask. What the fuck? Uh Uh-huh. Girl. Girl, yes. Halloween. No. Times 20. Let's go get that mask. Just kidding. That's really... I'm sorry. Yeah. The head was found outside of the house. Um... And guess who did this? Minus the skin. My, so, so the face, so they found the corpse. It had no face. Whoever did this had taken off the face. Yeah. Sewn it into a mask. Uh-huh. And the mask was outside. Oh, God. Okay. Guess who did this? An eight-year-old girl. Yes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, the murderer was a Russian immigrant, Vladimir W. And the victim was his father, Witoldich. But he left his grandpa okay. Yeah. So this is the this is crazy part. This <laughs> is the crazy part. <laughs> the other part not, not crazy. Not anything else. <laughs> Interrogation revealed even so 
Vladimir wore his father's face and clothes for a whole day and pretended to be him in front of his grandfather. (laughs) And since his grandfather couldn't see very well. Oh my god, this is the worst thing ever. He thought it was his son. Oh. (laughs) My god. No. Uh, Isn't that crazy? Oh my god, that's insane. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. So apparently though he chills. Oh my god, this is the worst. I can't even I like sorry. I can't even imagine. I'm like my anxiety. There she goes. There she goes. Take a sip of that. Take a sip of that. I will. Oh my god. (laughs) So he uh apparently had murdered his dad because because he was mad. They went, got into an argument or okay. something like that. Okay. Um, he'd never confessed to killing um, Catherine. And, like, they never linked them together. Because they had Seriously? A, yeah. Because they were like, this was a passion crime. Like, or, like, you know, it was... Who else is making bodysuits in Poland? I know. Well, there's one Hitler? other case. What? Yeah, girl. Poland. Yeah. Get it the fuck together. Poland. Poland. Get it together. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's currently spending, uh, he had a 25-year sentence in a Russian jail. They sent him back to Russia, and he was sentenced there. Okay. I, I think so he might have actually been released, though. I think this is a little outdated. Well, they have the chessboard killer, too, which is, that's a story. Polish? Russia. Oh, oh, Russia. Okay. But, okay, I'm sorry. Like, I can kind of, like, I can't understand killing someone, but I can kind of maybe more, kind of maybe in, like, a fit of rage. Okay, maybe. But then to, like, systematically take someone's skin off, and then, where? Yeah, so he was later quoted that he wore it because he felt bad because he liked his grandfather and he didn't want his grandfather to think anything was wrong. What the fuck? Okay, I want to know everything about this person's life. Like, (laughs) what happened to you? I know. What is your brain? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm interrupting, but continue. This is fascinating. I'm dying. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so like I said, there was one other case of someone being skinned after death. So the last one happened in 1983. So they were trying to see, you know, what other cases happened. Right. And what, like, if they could link it together. Right. Um, There was a guy named Jan N., a perfectly normal citizen, who one day decided to murder and skin his wife and teenage son. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, oh, this sounds like a good idea today. It's a sunny day. He then tried to dispose of the bodies by tossing them into the Vistula piece by piece. He was arrested before he completed his plan, and he was committed to a mental institute. His poor physical con- uh, his, his poor physical health led him to being granted parole during the time of uh, Catherine's death, but the police determined he couldn't have done that because of his physical health. Like, he wouldn't be able to actually That fucking do that. means nothing. Let me tell you, <laughs> that means nothing to me. I would never discount somebody because of their age. They're old. They can't do anything. Yes, motherfucker. Old people do oh. old things all the time. Yes. Sorry, personal stuff. But yes, no. <laughs> like, old people, I don't care. They can do shit. Okay. Those old people, you got to keep them in Not now. always sweet. Not always sweet. This guy wasn't sweet. Okay. 
So anyway, circling back to Catherine okay. and the case. I'm sorry I said she had a mean face. Now you regret it. Well, I, that's why I didn't want You didn't know. It's okay. You know. That's really bad. <laughs> so, <sighs> um, her friends, like I said, she was a loner. She um, only had one. Her friends only knew of one male friend um, who was also a Grateful Dead fan. And so they thought that. That they had gone, like, maybe right. he was the killer because no. they were, like, hanging out together a lot. Yeah. He had an alibi, so he was, like... He's definitely not... And Polish police, get your shit together. You're yeah. not doing this good. <laughs> Terrible job. Terrible job. <laughs> Watch more Dateline. Then you'll be an officer. <laughs> totally. I'm so sorry. Joking. Okay. No, it's all good. Okay, so it goes on. So in early 2012, the so it went cold for years, for a few years. Oh, not more than a few years. It wasn't until 2012 that the investigation was resumed after years of being cold. Mm-hmm. Because um, uh, people like got interested in it, in it again, and they were like, "Okay, well now we have more." Yeah, you know, like technology advances and everything. So let's see if we can try to figure this out. Um, remains of the victim were exhumed and a second autopsy was, was performed Mm -hmm. as a result of finding the remains of plants and fibers of organic origin on the body. The case was officially relaunched. So botanists claimed that the plants that were on the skin were not found around the region of the river. Right. So they were like, okay, so it had to be somewhere else. And um, this led police to the conclusion that the killing was not carried out on or nearby the river. And more importantly, the occurrence of some of these plants is limited to certain areas. So they started investigating in those areas where those plants lived. It was also confirmed that the woman was tortured before her death. Yeah. I I want to hit somebody. Yeah. Not her. Isn't that crazy? That's the worst. That's worse. That's my worst nightmare. Yeah. It's crazy. So the way they described it on, um, I, I read a lot of articles and then I also watched this like little video that, um, somebody like put together with like just the police information and all that stuff. And it said that. Whoever was responsible must have been, like, a martial arts expert because of the way that the cuts were made and, like, the way that, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know about martial arts, but I guess, like, the, hmm. whatever they found on the autopsy of the, yeah. the skin and everything, like, it had to have been her, the way that she was hit or, like, the marks, the bruises and everything. It must have been, like, precise. And then also... They had to be a dissection expert because obviously, like, right. they, you know, in order to, like, dissect in the right way. So, in October of 2017, they found this man named Robert Jasinski, who they thought was a suspect. Mm-hmm. Um, they requested permission from the court for arresting him. He was 52 at the time. Um, and let me tell you about him. So <clears throat> they, they came to this conclusion because there was this guy that was suspected from almost from the beginning of the investigation, but they didn't have anything on him. 
Um, for years, however, the, the oh shoot, hold on. For years, however, the police had failed to gather sufficient evidence. They waited for Robert's mistake. So Robert J was known for his love of torturing cats and dogs. Mm. He trained in martial arts. He knew the victim. Mm. So he had, uh, he worked in like nearby the college where she, she went to school. And then he also worked in the dissecting room of the, uh, Bonnie Fratry or Bonnie Fratry hospital and later in the Institute of Zoology where he was responsible for skinning animals. Oh, well, it's him. Yeah. Done. Yeah. He uh, used to live nearby the place where Catherine's skin and leg were found, and he displayed an eclectic and eccentric behavior. He would dress up in women's clothes. He was peeping at his neighbors. He had some bisexual sexual contacts. He was very creepy towards women. Like, there were some assaults that were... Yeah. That were um, reported. Right. His neighbor was followed by him and harassed. Um, he didn't have a criminal record, though, so that's why they couldn't book him for anything. They're, like, they're trying to figure out. Uh, but abusing cats and dogs? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I guess in Poland it doesn't matter. Okay. Sorry, Poland. <laughs> Sully Poland. Sol- Sully Poland. So Sully Poland. <laughs> Sorry, Poland. <laughs> um, so, uh, da, 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 da. so he was often seen visiting a grave of the murdered girl after she had been, like, the remains right. were found. Um and he would always visit during Polish Day of the Dead. There was a there was a lady that called in that um, reported him because he was obsessed with the case. So that was like another, you know, yeah, red flag for sure. Uh, If, okay, let's see. So, the police spokesman said it was less important that, that, um, oh, wait, no, that, that wasn't right. So, some sources claim he described the murder in his diary, but they never uncovered the diary. The police got information about Robert J and his connection to the case in the list from his colleague. He explicitly pointed ex- explicitly pointed to Catherine's murder. Um, so this was this was like a big a big like um, what's it called break in the case I guess yeah because they're like okay this has to be the guy. So a chain of events. Uh, an unemployed man liked to spend many hours walking around the city, just like. Catherine, when she was wandering around, when her mother thought she's at the university, so she had, you know, she was, like, not at right. school, so she was wandering around. Um, sometime before her disappearance, she began to lose weight and dyed her hair blonde just for him. Wait, just for him? I don't know about just for him. They, they People thought that she was doing good because she did start, start um dressing better and like they were like oh she's doing a lot better and so that's why they thought there was like a love interest or something right so um uh 
So apparently, and this is, I don't know if this is a hundred percent true because like, I will say this case is still going on right now. Right. He's in custody and they're okay. still like trying to figure out if, you know, they have enough evidence for right. him, but, um, they say that he was waiting at the door for her. Like this is what they think happened. Um, and Robert persuaded the woman or the girl to go to, or woman, yeah, to go into a summer house on the outskirts of Krakow. There, Catherine was tortured, killed, and her shin was ripped off. Then Robert made his skin suit. Oh, God. So, for sure, she was, they think that she was probably alive for several weeks. No, no, While they were torturing her. Okay. Or he was torturing her. Cool. And it's still going on right now, so. But, so she, was she, like, did she think she was dating him? I don't know. Like, see, that's, like, the. Let's tough. Everything's in Polish. Yeah. Like, they don't, I mean, it's all, she didn't tell anyone, because she didn't have many friends, so. She. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they did have a relationship or, like, he seemed like he was into her. And maybe she was like, oh, this is cool or whatever. Right. And then he took that opportunity to murder her. I don't know. Well. It's crazy. It's, yeah. Well, hopefully they figure it out because somebody needs to. And also, so many um, skinnings in Poland. What's that about? I know. What's going on there? Amigo, what's going on there? What's on his collar? Oh, this is a trekker. He's trekking his stuff. Oh. <laughs> he actually get we get, like, uh, coupons for that. Like, because it's, like, a research project. Oh, they fun. Know. So I was like, yeah. Free stuff? Yes. <laughs> you track your stuff. Sorry. That's a total left field thing. Amigo yeah. came up to me. I noticed that his cute little collar had a little, like, box on yeah. it. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> And also, I didn't want to think about that skin suit guy anymore. But I'm yeah. totally, like, I'm totally, I can't believe I've never heard of this. I had not heard about this either. And I think it's also because it's in Poland and the right. lot of, a lot of the, um, it wasn't even on Wikipedia or anything. Like, it's just. Interesting. Yeah, like, it's all in Polish. Huh. So, um, and there's a few people here in the U.S. that have covered it and kind of, like. Right written stuff about it so that's how I kind of heard about it but interesting but yeah so they it's still going on right now it's crazy hopefully they can bring justice I know because that is the the worst it's crazy yeah so her grave has now become a tourist attraction in Poland people go there yeah huh that's scary. That's scary. So. Well, th- thanks for sharing that. Also, finally, sorry. Yeah, no. Like, random fact. So, like I said, she was really into Grateful Dead. She had ordered a dream set, like an autograph set from the Grateful Dead and arrived yeah. two days after her disappearance. No. Yeah. So, it's like, no. Well, that's sad. Very sad. Yeah. It, yeah, I can't even 
imagine. Can't imagine either. Her mom's still alive. She doesn't want to do any interviews or anything. Yeah, I don't blame her. Um, yeah, she had she had hired a private detective like, yeah. to try to find her daughter. And, yeah. Like it didn't it didn't go anywhere. So, well, goddammit. Yeah, I don't want anyone to make me no. artist. Um. Yep. Oh, and also, sorry, like, final, final thought. Yeah. So the crew member on the board that discovered the skin apparently committed suicide two years after he found it. I don't know if it was even related to that or not, but right. that was I just mean, something that was written on there. That was kind of crazy. Yeah, that's hard. I mean, I remember uh, Sons of the Lambs is, and I'm not trying to be distracted disrespectful but I don't know how to segue out of this so because it's so intense but I remember watching Silence of the Lambs at you know and it was interesting to me because, and I got really freaked out because like I wear like a size 12 14 and the, the size women that Buffalo Bill went out after always wear a size 14 oh and, like, shoot I don't know if you remember that when he's getting and that yeah. woman that plays that character she went to the acting conservatory that I went to Oh. And when he's like, what are you, a size 14? She's like, yeah, yeah. And then he just pushes her in the van. Oh, no. Girl, you done goofed. You done goofed. (laughs) She said you were at 11. Yeah, no, no, I did say we're at 11 and three quarters. I'm not a 14. Not a 14 at all. Um, But yeah, but she got out. She got out of that hole. That movie is really good. It's also very... So I need to watch that again because it's been a long Let's time. Have a night. Let's watch, watch it that. because it's good. It's been a long time since I've watched it. Mm-hmm. I've read all the Hannibal books. Um, I can't. The thing is, like, I'm so into, like, I'm so fascinated by it, but I, I don't like gore, mm. which I know is very weird. But mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't like seeing it. Yeah, I can hear about it, but I don't want to see it. I don't mind it. I think I think it gets a little. I don't like too much of it, though, because then it's just like, okay, this is just over the top. Like, I don't want to, I don't need to see all of this. Totally. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, cool. So, anyway. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. I hope you didn't get too freaked out. Not too much. Yeah. And, uh. Look out for your angel numbers. Yeah, those (laughs) angel numbers are going to save you. They're going to save you. (laughs) All right, until next time. Bye. Bye.